Well, thank you guys so much for joining us on another episode of the Gregor's Ministries podcast. Really excited today. We have two very special guests. Of course, we have Timo Anzalone, who's joined us several times and is one of my really good friends. But today, we also have his father, Donato Anzalone, and we're so excited to have you both on today. So guys, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks to you, Josh. Thanks, Tim, also for both of you to invite me to this wonderful podcast. Yeah, it's great to be with you again, Josh, and, and great to have my father as well. So looking forward to this. Yeah. And, you know, Pastor Donato, I, I had talked to you briefly and, you know, you're you're currently in Switzerland. Is that correct? Yes, uh, we are on the Italian part of Switzerland, which is very close to Italy. We live about 30 miles from the city of Milan, Italy. So we're really in Italy, close to Italy. Wow. And and you've been a pastor for many, many years. And how, you know, what what did God tell you to do to go to where you are? And how did you start that, that work that you're doing there? Uh, you mean there in Switzerland or where yeah. I started ministry? I started ministry 41 years ago. Wow. <laughs> I, was, I was a young boy. I was 16, actually, working with Teen Challenge at the beginning, being okay. a street singer. And then little by little, I went to uh, to train myself to be a minister. Then I worked uh, 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 as a young, 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 very young apprentice pastor. And then very soon, uh, I think Timo was just born about a year later. Uh, we joined a, 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 a Rema grant. Uh, his name is John Root, and uh, uh, he, together we started the, the, what was the first Word of Faith Church in Brussels, Belgium. Wow. And, and how old were you whenever you started that work there? That was I was 20, Timo was born, I was 26. Wow. <laughs> That's about 31 years ago, indeed. <laughs> wow. That's amazing. And, you know, I love, you know, yourself. I know you've done a tremendous work with the church, but you've also raised an amazing family, not only with Timo, but your daughter, Gabby, and your other son. Timo, help David. me with his name. David. David. And so you you have like, I feel like you just have fruit from your life, not only just from ministry, but through your family. And you're seeing, uh, you know, your family go throughout all the world and, and ministering and helping people. And, you know, Pastor, I saw that you know, when we were talking, you are now, you ministered in three different languages. Is that correct? Yes, actually, I can do it in four, but I do in three mainly. <laughs> English, French, and Italian. But I can do it in Dutch as well. Wow. And I know uh, Timo, you know, he doesn't want to upstage you, but he's doing four <laughs> languages as well. And yeah, yeah for now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Simo <laughs> is amazing. We're so proud of him, proud of David and, of course, of Gabriella. Yeah, and we are so excited to be partners with you guys and what you're doing around the world. And, you know, Pastor, I wanted to talk to you just a little bit about, you know, your story, how you started. I know you, you kind of touched on the beginning phases, but, you know, when God called you, how did you hear that call and how did you respond to that? Yeah, actually, I, I first thought uh, that my calling was in the music ministry. I'm, I was a musician, a young musician, already when I was 12, I used to do concerts in the church. When I was 16, I did concerts in different uh, uh, halls of the city, to get, I mean, Christian music, obviously. 
uh, and so I really thought that, that was my calling. It was something very natural for me. And that really was what brought me to go to the Bible school. Then my pastor was very wise and told me, Donato, I know you're a good musician, but I don't believe that's what God has for you. I mean, some people have the calling for, for music and so on, but he, he said, but I really believe for you, it's to preach the word of God. And, you know, it really entered into my spirit. And I knew at that time, this is what the Lord wanted me to do. And that is to be a minister of the gospel. Doesn't mean we cannot sing, but this is what he asked me to do. And uh, to me, it was very clear. And uh, um, it was not like a light bulb that came on me, of course, but it was really, uh, you know, Brother Hagen used to talk about the still small voice in our spirits, talking to our spirit. Well, this is what the Lord was doing at that time. I, you know, then I had some confirmations uh, you know, people were starting to talk to me, asking me to preach and so on. And, and I realized that uh, uh, that's where the joy of my life was, as I was preaching, teaching the word of God around me. And I know Timo, he also kind of started when we were in prayer school together, he was playing guitar. And, you know, so I, I'm assuming he got his musical ability from you as well. Totally. Exactly. I mean, I started uh, music and, and especially even Christian music and worship because of the influence of my father. Um, I remember going to, uh, to a Christian concert when I was really young. Actually, it was from a band named Petra. You may, you may know it. I mean, <laughs> and, uh, and then Michael W. Smith was another one that he led me to. And uh, yeah, and really the passion for worship that you saw in prayer school comes from from there yeah and it's funny let, let, let me add something here because it's very i believe it's very important i, I we want to see petra timo was only eight years old <laughs> now i don't know how many people bring their kids to a rock band uh, but <laughs> I, <laughs> I mean when timo was 11 or 10 years old he was a fan of michael w smith yeah uh, one of the things we try to do is to raise the interest of our children to the things of God, uh, even if it looks like, well, it's not for kids. Well, that's not true. The Holy Spirit does not look if you're a kid or a man or an adult. He looks at your spirit and he says, I want to talk to this person. When, when he spoke, when God spoke to Samuel, he was maybe seven, maybe eight. I don't know, but he was very young. And this is what God does. He wants to talk to the hearts and reach the hearts of our children as soon as possible. Absolutely. And, you know, I, I think it's funny because when I was young, I was probably like 12 years old, probably younger, eight years old. I had a Petra on a cassette tape and I never <laughs> talked to Timo about this, but I had like two or three different cassettes from Petra. And so that's awesome that we kind of have that similar background. But <laughs> what you're saying is so true because the Holy Spirit, you don't get a smaller version just because you're a younger age. Exactly. The Holy Spirit is the same. So no matter what age you are, the Holy Spirit is the same for them or for your age as it is for, for you now or for myself or for Timo. No matter what age you are, you have the same Holy Spirit that raised Jesus from the dead. But it's not, you know, when we hear that Romans 8, 11, we, we hear that a lot about how it was the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead. But it was also the spirit that equipped him to do every miracle that he ever did on this earth. 
Absolutely. So that, he's not just isolated to raising Jesus from the dead. He also helped him perform every single miracle. And so what we see in Jesus can be seen That's in right. us. Amen. Timo, I wanted to kind of throw you the ball here and let you run with it. Uh, I mean, you're you're exactly right, and uh, and and that's something not to you know brag on my father right now, but it's true that, and I'm very thankful for this, is that he he uh, of course with my mother they taught us to to be sensitive to the things of God from a young age, and um, it was normal for us to worship in the house together. It was normal for us to think of God, talk about God, and, and to really put our attention to that. And so I, I remember a few years ago, somebody from our, our church actually in Brussels um, telling me and my father that she remembers me from a very young age, just lost in worship. And, uh, and I, 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 I can't say how much that has impacted my life to to have that personal history with God and, and to know that that has come through my parents and to honor that is just wonderful. And it's, it's changed every one of our lives. So myself, my sister, uh, you know, her and my brother as well. We've, we've all from a young age, just, you know, through the help of our parents, just been taught to be sensitive to the Holy spirit. Yeah. Well, I must add something here. Uh, because when we raise children, we don't raise them alone, uh, obviously. And I must admit, uh, and it's completely normal, that Timo was a great disciple for his brother and his sister. I mean, uh, as soon as Timo was able to talk, he was telling them things about the Lord, about praying, reminding them, and so on. I mean, when Timo was seven, year, eight years old with his brothers and sister, they would put chairs all over uh, on the living room, you know, like rose chairs, and he started preaching to everybody. <laughs> <laughs> to empty chairs, but he was preaching anyway. So Timo has been an, a great older brother for for yeah. his brother for his siblings and that's so important and i feel like just you know and timo you didn't want to brag on your dad and i don't want to brag on you too much but you were like that for me as well you were like an older brother someone that really taught me and, and gave me an example of someone that was just a couple of years older than me but was wholeheartedly after the things of god and it's so important that we have those people in our lives not only that we have those people but that we are those people and yeah, you know, Pastor Donato, I know that you've had to be that way for your church, but also for your family. And I wanted to ask you, what gave you the inspiration to really give that freedom to your family to be able to worship together or Timo preaching to the empty chairs? What kind of gave you that freedom to create this atmosphere for them? Mm -hmm. Well, uh, let, let, let's be honest. <laughs> I owe everything to Brother Higgin and Rema. Uh, 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 you might have heard of it, but uh, my, sis, my daughter, Gabriela, was born fully handicapped, mm -hmm. uh, was not able to walk, not, talk, not to talk. Uh, and uh, uh, we found out later that she would have died normally at age 14, 15, due to the sickness she had. The good thing is that um, prior to Timo's birth, that means I was just married with Annelies, we had met this couple 
uh, with whom later we started the World of Faith Church in Brussels. And they were on their way back to the States and they gave me all their books and said, please keep them. And of course, I love books, so I started to read them. <laughs> the two first books I read were in French, published by, I'm sure you know, because he's the director of Rima France in Switzerland. His name is John Madden, a very good friend of all of us, and of course, of Timo and myself too. And there were two mini books from Brother Hagen, Don't Blame God and God's Medicine. And this has literally uh, brought all the loose pieces together. And from that moment on, I knew God was not responsible for my problems. Amen. Uh, don't blame God. And two, God was the healer. And because I received those teachings, I started to read more and more and more books from Brother Hagen. And although I've in one sense, never been through a Word of Faith school myself, uh, 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 the Word of Faith caught me. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, uh, and it's nice because, you know, I'm a teacher of Rema in different countries, and uh, one of the Rema director for Canada, uh, the French-speaking Canada, Ike Cole just told me one time, he says, Donado, it's great you've not done Rema because you show like this, it's the word of faith is not the trademark of Rema. The word of faith is the word of God. <laughs> and I think he's right. I mean, this is what it is. And, uh, uh, and so, uh, so that really changed my life. Uh, I, although I was at that time still uh, uh, just finished a normal Pentecostal Bible school, which really blessed me, of course, I, I, I directly received the revelation of the word of faith, directly received the revelation of the word that is alive in my life. Actually, the name of our church is Living Word, because I believe the word is alive. And that started to really bring a, a, a lot of uh, resolve in our heart that whatever what, we will always believe the word of God. Yeah. And so uh, once Gabriela was born handicapped, uh, you know, we knew what doctors were saying, we knew what other people were saying, were saying, but, you know, we do remember what the Bible says. And the Bible says, which report shall you believe? The report of men or the report of God? And Ananis and I, we decided to believe the report of God. And uh, in, a, in, in a lapse of time of about two years and a half, Gabriela was changed from someone who could not walk, could not talk, could not even hold her head straight, it would fall all the time, to a baby girl of three years old who was totally healed. Wow. Oh, it is amazing. I mean, you've met her. <laughs> if you meet her, when you meet her, you know, you cannot believe she has been healed, a sick at all. But she was. And she's yeah. healed. When I met her at Rama, I would have never guessed that there was something that, you know, the doctors had said was like a terminally ill person. She's a beautiful person. She's a hilarious person. She has one of the best funny personalities I've ever met in my life. And what I love about her is that she didn't allow things that happened in her past to cause her to, you know, hold back for her future. And I know now she's what, is she a nurse now or she's, she's practicing medicine and she's helping other people in, in situations that maybe look life and death, but she knows the word of God. And so she's just not using 
her natural knowledge or practical knowledge, she's also using her life experience of what God yeah. did for her to help other people. And so yes. I'm so thankful, first of all, for your family, uh, for all of you guys and what you're doing for the kingdom of God. And, you know, one of the things I wanted to ask you is, you know, you talked a little bit about what you're doing with Rama, and you, you've taught at several different places. And I believe you, you were in some places in Europe and Canada and Haiti. Is that correct? Yes, actually, I think, I think in Europe, I'm the only teacher who teaches in three languages <laughs> for Rema. I teach in French, in English, and in Italian. I do think I'm the only one who teach in three languages. Usually, you know, you know, especially for uh, international, they would speak in English, sometimes being translated and so on. So that's nice. Uh, yes, I, 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 I've been teaching for Rema now about, I think, 12 years now, I think. Uh, but do not quote the exact number because it might be 13, it, was, it might be 11. I don't, I'm not like Brother Higgin, you know, he was a prophet. I yeah. mean, he would tell you uh, uh, November 3rd, 1941, it was a Thursday at 2 Well, I don't have that type of, of memory, <laughs> but I have another type of memory anyway. Uh, uh, just maybe before I go there, I just want also to tell you that uh, my life has been very much influenced also by Lester Sumrall. Yeah. Dr. Lester Sumrall came to our church in Brussels three times. Wow. Uh, and and uh, the, the few hours I spent with him also really blessed my life. I saw a man of God like I had never seen before uh, at that time. And uh, so th this really was has helped me a lot, you know, with the spirit of faith uh, that he had, that, that Brother Hagen had, and so on. So yes, I do teach with Rima. I started teaching with Rima France, then Rima Quebec, then Rima uh, Switzerland, then Rima Italy, then I've been teaching Rima Holland and Rima uh, Germany. And uh, uh, the, 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 then, of course, uh, we, we, we started, I started together with Ken Taylor. Ken Taylor is yeah. a missionary in Quebec, um, but now he, he is traveling all over the French-speaking world to really help uh, build new REMA campuses. It's amazing. And together, he asked me if I could help him uh, uh, do the charter class of uh, Haiti. Actually, it was the largest charter class. We had 365, I think, students. Wow. And, and, and it's amazing because now uh, uh, you probably have heard of it, but it's official. It looks like Rima will also uh, start in Congo, uh, Congo, Kinshasa. That is the capital of uh, the Congo, the East part Congo. Then on the other side of the, of the river, there is the Congo Brazzaville, and I think it's also starting either in September or a little bit later in Brazzaville. And they expect maybe even more than that as a charter class. So let's believe for something excellent. Yes. I mean, but the most interesting about the Haiti charter class are two things. The, the first thing is uh, 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 when he asked me, uh, Ken Taylor, to speak about, to teach about the gifts of the Holy Spirit. And he explains me why. So that would have been the second lesson we would do in the morning. He would teach something 
uh, every morning and in the evening, afternoon, I would teach uh, another class. So there would have been two classes at the same time for the same students. And he said, because in Haiti, the Pentecostals do not speak in tongues. The reason is that in the voodoo, uh, you know, Haiti is like the mother of voodoo. In the voodoo, many of those voodooist people speak in tongues. Obviously, it's not tongues of heaven, but rather tongues of hell. And so the Christians are afraid that if they speak one day in tongues, it comes from the devil and not from God. Yeah. You understand? I mean, it's very normal when you think with your mind. Yeah. And so uh, uh, I asked Ken at that time, I said, Ken, I had to anyway teach two classes myself, two different classes. I said, Ken, would it be possible that before preaching about a uh, teaching about the gifts of the Holy Ghost, you let me talk a whole uh, session, you know, whole uh, classes, complete class on the person the nature and the ministry of the Holy Spirit. Wow. And so <laughs> I, I started with amazing Arab proverb that says, I was in the desert, far from me, I saw a monster coming. I was afraid. I couldn't hide, I was in the desert. So as the, 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 the monster came closer, I saw it was a man actually on a horse. And finally, when the horse came, arrived with the man next to me, I saw it was my brother. And I said, this is many times what it is with the Holy Spirit. When you don't know him, you really think he's a ghost. Then you realize he's a Holy Ghost. And then at the end, you realize he's your best friend. Yeah. Yeah. Then uh, after that, I spoke on, uh, 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 on the, uh, uh, you know, after doing all that, people started to have faith in knowing more the Holy Spirit. Then uh, uh, I took uh, exceptionally uh, five hours just to speak on the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And on that <laughs> evening, more than half of the students were baptized in the Holy Spirit. Wow, it's just amazing. And then, you know, over the next sessions that there were with other teachers, I've heard that they were all baptized. I've been there many times in Haiti. It is amazing what God is doing with them. And the certain thing that is the most, uh, I mean, that was the most difficult for me there was to teach them about missions. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're teaching missions to people who live in probably the poorest country in the world. But then we realized, I realized, I mean, it was a humble situation for me, but I realized, what have we, have been, we, have we been teaching all along? Yeah. We have been teaching that the source of our, of our provision is not the country where we live. It's God, the source. Yeah. And I think we start seeing things amazing. I mean, just uh, last week, we had one couple from Haiti working with Ken Taylor for the uh, building of the, the, the campus in Congo. I mean, it's starting to be true. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. Uh, Brother Ted went also to Haiti. I remember that. Yeah, he, I think he's gone a couple of times now, and he he loves it there. He he absolutely loves the people, and it's just amazing to see the expansion. But Timo, I want to give you the opportunity as well. 
Yeah, I just, I remember the story when it first happened. And uh, Dad, could you share how many people actually received the baptism of the Holy Spirit? The first night, more than 160. Amazing. Um, and, but, and then but you it, understand, that, excuse me, most of them were either pastors, elders, or church leaders. Most of them. From many denominations even. Of course, Pentecostals, but Baptist Church, Anglican Church, Presbyterian Churches, and so on. It is amazing, amazing what we've done. Yeah, and... and... Uh, I love that story because, as as you, as, uh, you remember, I remember you telling me the story, and uh, I, I think even it was mentioned in, in different places, of course, at Rama and so on, um, just of how different the backgrounds of these people were, and they were all there united, receiving the baptism of the Holy Spirit, and uh, and that's something that I that I've seen our family and I've seen you especially just bring to so many places. The baptism of the, the Holy Spirit, and and really, I mean, even our church in Lugano and even before in Brussels, really held on to that as something so important, so vital, and it's yeah. I, I would say it's a characteristic of your ministry that and um, and I'm so thankful because it, it's uh, there's nothing like it you. Uh, I've seen in my own life when people receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit, it changes their ministry completely. It changes their relationship with God completely. And and the second thing you mentioned is missions. And uh, I don't think it was it's a coincidence that the baptism of the Holy Spirit was given to them first, and then they were empowered to go to missions. Because uh, as we see, that's exactly the pattern we see in the Book of Acts, where the Holy Spirit is poured out. And from there on begins the missional church. And uh, I believe it would be great for, for some of our listeners to just be encouraged to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And uh, it's, it's, it's a wonderful thing. And God wants to pour out his spirit upon all flesh. That's, that's the promise of Joel and, that, and the promise that we see quoted in Acts chapter 2. And it's the power to just go out and be witnesses into all the earth. Yeah. And, you know, I, I want to, I want either one of you, Timo or Pastor Donato, there's people that are listening right now who I know for a fact have not received the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And the good news is, is there's no distance between us and them in the spirit. And so, you know, walk them through that. How can they receive the Holy Spirit for themselves? Dad, go ahead. You can go, Timo. You do a good job. I like to listen no, no. to you. No, <laughs> no. I, I, I you do it. Either one of you are amazing, but I, but whoever wants to take the ball, I feel like yeah. the son wants the father to go, and then the son can can also... Uh, yeah, I'll follow you. <laughs> well, I will start. Probably what we will do, if you agree, uh, Brother Josh, is to ask Timo uh, to pray afterwards for those who want now to receive the Absolutely. baptism of the Holy Spirit, because there's no distance yeah. with that. One of the things we've learned at Rema, I mean, when I say we've learned at Rema, in the sense, you know, for me at least, it's, you know, with readings, the books, listening to hundreds and hundreds of tapes from Brother Hagen and so on, and of course, for many of the teachers at Rema and so on, is that one of the things we've learned is that the Holy Spirit is here on earth. I don't have to tarry. Mm -hmm. 
to receive the Holy Spirit. I just have to believe what the Bible says. In Luke chapter 11, uh, 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 Jesus mentions a, a parable about, you know, the father, who, who's the father who gives a snake to the son when he asks for fish or scorpion, or, 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 or if he asks eggs, he gives like a stone or whatever. And then he says, you know, how much more will the father give you the Holy Spirit to those who ask for them? Yeah. Now, when you ask, and this is one of the things I had to teach my friends in Haiti, when you ask God, God answers, especially when you ask things that are in agreement with the word. Yeah. Of course, if you ask something that is not in agreement with the word, you might never know really answers. But there, you know, yeah. it's God who answers. And so that's the first thing to do. The, the second thing I say is that... Um, it's very important to understand that it is the Father's wish that you are baptized in the Holy Spirit. He yeah. wants you to, to, to experience a new dimension of his presence in your, in your life. And you know what? Sometimes you know, hear you know, more and more of the presence, and it's great. But there's nothing that can substitute the baptism in the Holy Spirit and the relationship with the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Uh, and, and so uh, that's uh, so not only he wants, but it's good that you also want it because you need to desire it. And so yeah. another thing is very important is that when you want to be baptized in the Holy Spirit, the, 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 the most common and evident sign is speaking with other tongues. Yeah. And yeah. so uh, uh, that means you will speak a language you've never heard about. It might not even be the language that Timo will speak now when he will pray for you, for instance. It's a language that nobody heard about. It's not even a language that exists on earth. It's a language which might be called a heavenly language, a language in the Holy Spirit. Uh, but the point is this one. Don't look for the language. Look for the baptizer. Jesus is the one who baptizes you. Amen. And then, of course, you know, you will, as Timo prays for you, you will, you will really uh, uh, perceive in your spirit utterances that the Holy Spirit is giving you. And what is important is that you cannot speak those utterances if at the same time you speak in English. I mean, I've been praying for many times of people and they say, oh, yes, hallelujah, baptize. And I think, be silent. Don't speak English. <laughs> How can you speak English and, and in tongues at the same time? Yeah, then, yeah. Then I tell them too, don't close your mouth. Don't shut your mouth. The Holy Spirit will not force on you. And the third thing I tell them as well is that once you, you, we pray for you, don't just be an, with your open mouth, hoping the Holy Spirit comes and moves your tongue. The Bible says they spoke in tongues as the Holy Spirit gave them utterances. So that means at a certain time, you will receive in your spirit. It's not in the mind, it's in the spirit. You receive in the spirit uh, words that come from the Holy I see already Timo is all excited. <laughs> words from God. <laughs> Hallelujah. Oh, Rabbi Shanga, we're going to have a powerhouse tonight. Amen. And, and words of God, and you're going to speak them out. And there you are. Voila. And you're going to speak in tongues. Once you speak in tongues, don't stop. Continue. And anytime you need 
speak in tongues. You don't have to wait for another experience like that or for someone else again to pray for you. The Bible says that the spirit is submitted to the spirit of the prophet. That means it's inside of you. You need to speak in tongues. Go ahead and speak in tongues. Amen. <laughs> Amen. It's awesome. That was awesome. Yeah. I just have to, I, before you start, Timo, I'm sorry, but that was some good teaching right there. We just, Thank you, <laughs> the spirit of God. So, Timo, amen. <laughs> it's awesome. And, and you know what? I just want to say that that's the, the things that I've seen in my life and I've seen in my father's life and in my mother's life that as you teach these things and you share these things, it becomes easy and it doesn't become hard. And, um, and I, I just want to encourage all of you. Whoever is listening here and you're desiring the baptism of the Holy Spirit, um, one thing I want you to know is that God desires it even more than you desire it. Um, a few months ago, I met with a person um, who's a friend of my wife's cousin. And uh, a few days before I met him, I was in the kitchen and all of a sudden I had a word of knowledge that came to me and, uh, and I knew that I knew that this person was seeking the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And, and so a few days later, I meet him at the restaurant with my wife and her cousin and her sister, and we're all there. And, and sure enough, he talks about the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And I said, look, you're not going to believe this, but a few days ago, I knew that I knew the Holy Spirit revealed it to Amen. me that you wanted the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And because he knew that God <laughs> had shown me this, he was so free because he knew, okay, this is the God, this is the desire of the Father. This is what God wants for me. It's not just what I want. It it's what God wants for me, right? And sure enough, he came to our house. We prayed and he received the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Just, you know, even sharing the same things that my father shared. So let's pray. Absolutely. Hallelujah. Father, I thank you because it is indeed your desire to baptize us with the Holy Spirit. I thank you that Jesus even told his disciples that they would receive power when the Holy Spirit would come upon them. So that they would be witnesses in Jerusalem, in Judea, Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. I thank you that this call is not just for elite Christians, it's for every disciple. And just as this call is for every disciple, the gift of the baptism of the Holy Spirit is for every believer and every disciple who desires it. And so I thank you now, Father, that you pour out your spirit upon all the listeners right now who are desiring this gift in the name of Jesus. I thank you right now. Yes. for utterance, for the gift of tongues to come upon people. I thank you right now that even as they're in their rooms, even as they're listening in their car, cars, Lord, that the Holy Spirit would baptize them now with power and with fire in the name of Jesus. So I'm going to pray in tongues now over you guys. And I believe that you've already received it. Even now, it's so easy. You've received it. And, and as you now are led by the Spirit, you'll receive these brand new words in these brand new languages. 
I want you to join us right now as we pray in tongues. Shora brasiki drabasele robrosso drobandele che drabasende ora la hatrishi che drabasoro robrandele che drasende ronga drabasiki drabasoro vocosedri a carabasele drabasondro randa drabasele di drabasoro contro sondre che drabama sendre ombra cascia drabacana brondolo brosendrende lira macara da sondro ondolo Kesti garamande, resti garamondro da si gara la bossutu, yenda la brossukuri eletra indiana masora rabrata shendre. I thank you that there's no fear in love, Lord. Rasi garamandro shukara landria dramasondrondo, lere de rabasandrende. Holy Spirit, hallelujah. Yes. Thank you, Lord. So right now, just continue speaking in tongues. Yeah. Yeah. Don't be afraid. In Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, if I can say something also to those who listen to us, we believe you have been baptized in the Holy Spirit now. If ever you are not sure of it, if ever you, for some reason, you have not spoken in other tongues, you know what you should do? Listen to this podcast again. And again, yeah. and again, and again, because faith comes from hearing and hearing and hearing the word of God. And Amen. you will experience the fullness of the Holy Spirit. And I, I also want, that's a great word. And I also want to encourage people, as you begin speaking in tongues, remember, it's not something that comes from the mind. It's something that comes from within yourself. Amen. within your Amen. heart and, and what that means is sometimes you've got to disengage your head and allow your heart to speak and you just got to begin speaking maybe you heard us speaking in tongues and you felt a little intimidated that's okay because when a baby first comes out from the womb and begins speaking they don't just come out speaking fluent Absolutely. english or italian or french or whatever language mm -hmm. they start with one word sometimes it's dada it's mama whatever it is Sometimes it's just one word repeating. And so don't yeah. feel intimidated. Don't feel like you're inadequate or don't question. Did I really receive it? Do I really have it? Just continue to practice it. And one thing like Pastor Donato was saying, go back and listen. As we were speaking in tongues, pray with us again. And that's it. Because what was just happened, it's going to last for all of eternity. The things we just prayed are going to last for all of all of time. And so yeah. we just encourage you, if you, you need someone to pray with, go back three, two minutes ago and pray mm -hmm. with us again, because those mm -hmm. prayers are going to be just as powerful mm -hmm. as they were then. And mm -hmm. it's going to help you and encourage you that you can continue to increase in your prayer mm -hmm. language as well. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, I just want to add that I, I've personally never seen anyone that I've prayed for the baptism of the Holy Spirit not receive it and not practice the gift of speaking in tongues. Yeah. Why? Not because of me, but because yeah. the Holy Spirit wants to pour out himself and baptize people with himself. And it's easy. It's yeah. not hard. It's not for the super spiritual. 
you know, the church at Corinth was a carnal church. We know because Paul speaks to them as carnal, and yet they were all, I mean, they had, they had all the gifts of the spirit, you know? Yeah. So it's for everyone. Yeah. 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 We, we have seen that over the years with Timo and other people, of course, you know, we've prayed for thousands of people to be baptized in the Holy Spirit. And, and indeed, I used to say what Timo says now. I used to say, at, or even at his own age, uh, that each time we pray for people, they receive the Holy Spirit. Wow. I mean, that's what Timo said from the beginning. He said, God wants it even more than you to receive it. <laughs> Thank you, Timo, for reminding me that. It's excellent. That's so good. And that, that's the amazing thing is that it's not something that I have to prove myself worthy of. It doesn't have to be something that I have to make a sacrifice for. It's a free gift that's been provided to me and God wants me to have it. And so it starts with me saying yes. And so guys, everyone that has said yes today, we believe you received the baptism of the yeah. Holy Spirit. And so we're so thankful and uh, we're also just excited for you because we know that your relationship with God is just going to continue to increase um, as you go forward. But Tima, I kind of want to just give you an opportunity to kind of give a final encouragement to people about, you know, what they've now experienced and what they can expect to go forward and how they can continue on that path. Yeah. So what you've now experienced as you receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit is that full immersion into the person of the Holy Spirit is not just within you now, which everyone who is a believer in Christ has the spirit of Christ within them. But now he's upon you and he's upon us, not just for ourselves, <laughs> although he, he will aid our relationship. It, it, it will aid our relationship like never before, uh, but he's upon us for the sake of the world. When Jesus calls his disciples to wait in Jerusalem and they'll receive power when they're baptized with the Holy Spirit is that is, is for them to become witnesses of the resurrection, right? So everywhere we are now, we are witnesses of Jesus is alive and the Holy Spirit upon us now will confirm that word. And we can expect our prayer lives to be completely transformed as you pray in other tongues. The Bible says that when we pray in the spirit, you know, we speak mysteries unto God, our understanding is unfruitful we don't understand what we're saying but our spirit is praying and so we're praying these these words that are led by the holy spirit to god these perfect prayers and we're being edified and so our spiritual life is is transformed we're we're, we're praying differently we're being edified we're being built up um but it's not just our relationship with god that changes but also our ministry for god that changes and I, I encourage you guys to practice speaking in other tongues. We've already talked about this in, in other episodes. If you can do it on a daily basis, on a daily schedule, do it. Um, you know, start small, but do it and be consistent. And over time, you'll see things change in your prayer life. But not only that, you'll see things change in the way you minister to people. Uh, all of a sudden, you'll be more sensitive to the voice of the Holy Spirit you 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 might you know start walking gifts of the spirit as well you know because that's that's how how it works amen so yeah that's just my encouragement go on don't be afraid practice speaking in tongues on a daily daily basis and and expect your ministry to change yeah amen. 
And Pastor Donato, I want to kind of give you the same opportunity because I know you've been a pastor for many years and you've walked people through receiving the Holy Spirit and then the next steps. And so we kind of just want to give you the opportunity to share with people as well. Yeah, well, I think Timo really said it all. Yeah. Uh, what I would still encourage everybody is that once you are baptized in the Holy Spirit, continue to speak in tongues yeah. daily. Uh, it's not something you want to do when you have a problem. It's something you want to do. That's every. right. Uh, 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 one of the things happening in speaking in tongues is that you start to give a voice to the Holy Spirit in your life. Yeah. You let him pray through you and you change mm -hmm. things. I, I don't have a lot of time now, but let me end with a little story of what happened. I was just a young uh, wed, wed, uh, married boy. Newlywed. New, newly wed, exactly. Young, newly, and young too. Huh? <laughs> but I was a young newly wed, uh, probably one year. And in the middle of the night, I got woken up by the Holy Spirit to pray for someone from my church who was, at that time I was in Brussels, but who was a diplomat from South, South America and had gone to vacation to see her sister and brother-in-law over there and family. She, as she was a diplomat, she had brought all the money with her, but all the savings she had, because she wanted to start a business there for when she would no longer be a diplomat. Anyway, I didn't know what to pray for. So I spoke, I prayed in Holy Ghost for a, an hour and a half until at the end, I, I knew in my spirit, my prayer broke through. It went mm. through. He prayed through. <laughs> I had peace. I had joy. And you know, our, our, our fathers in the faith knew how to pray through. Amen. And so I had joy. I had peace. Everything. I knew I had done my job. But I didn't know what I did. <laughs> I just prayed in tongues. <laughs> well, she, had, she was supposed to leave for five years, five weeks. After 10 days, she was back completely uh, uh, disturbed by what happened over there. And I saw her and I said, what happened? And I explained her that I prayed for her. And she told me, Pastor, you know that I brought all my money there. It was on a diplomatic suitcase. The suitcase was still at the house, uh, waiting for me one day to go to the bank. So it, I was out doing some shopping and it was still in the house. And the Lord spoke to me clearly go now to the bank. And I'm thinking, why should I go to the bank? And the Lord told him, obey, <laughs> just obey and go. So she went to the bank and you know what happened? She saw at the counter, her sister, her brother-in-law and the diplomatic suitcase she had taken with all her money there, they were stealing the money and putting it on their own bank account. She arrived just on time to prevent that from happening. Wow. All that because six, seven, eight thousand, or let's say four thousand miles away from her, maybe even more, someone had prayed in tongues for an hour and a half without knowing why, but it happened like this. Yes. And God preserved all her savings. That's amazing. And we just want to encourage you guys again, praying in tongues, you're going to experience things like Pastor Donato was just saying, but not only is it going to benefit other people, it's going to benefit yourself. And First Corinthians 14.4 uh, says that those that speak in another tongue edify, build up, or strengthen themselves. So there's times where you just may be feeling a little down. You may be feeling discouraged. You don't have to go to a pastor. You don't have to go to a prophet or an evangelist. 
you can begin speaking in another tongue yourself and build yourself up. And the Holy Spirit within you will start to strengthen you, encourage you. And what that means is now you can become a source instead of someone that's trying to draw from the well of other people. Uh, Just like the woman at the well, Jesus said, if you drink from this water, you're going to become a fountain of everlasting life. And no longer are you going to be having to draw from other people and get encouragement from others. You're going to become a source to the people around you. So we believe that, guys, we're we believe we're going to hear testimonies and we encourage you. If you, when you, those of you that receive the, the baptism of the Holy Spirit, let us know because we want to continue to pray with you and pray for you. And we want you to know you're not alone in this. We are teammates together. We are all on the same side. We are praying with you and alongside you. And all of us, you know, we're, we're with you and on your side. So Pastor Donato and Timo, thank you guys so much today. We didn't plan it to go this way. But it went this way. <laughs> it's a pleasure. <laughs> it's awesome. Thank you, God. Yeah. I know people are, are going to be blessed, and I'm excited. We, Pastor Donald, we have to have you back on. This is not Thank just a one time thing. We we got to have you back on pleasure. if you're willing to. It will be my pleasure, Josh. All right, guys. Well, thank, thank you. you so much. We'll see you next time. Blessings. Thanks, Josh.